Welcome to this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. Today we're going to be talking about a little town in Texas called Aurora. It's about oh, 20 minutes or so from where we actually record. And visiting with us today is Jason DeBoard, who is the proprietor of Martian Margaritas. And he also has an excellent beer out called Alien Ale. Thanks for joining us, Jason. Thanks for having me. So before we get into your nice little uh, pub that you got there in Aurora, we got to kind of talk about the elephant in the room, which is, you know, Martian margaritas, alien ale. Why have somewhere like that in a little town called Aurora, Texas? Um, I did a little bit of research about Aurora uh, on the number which kept coming out was 1897, 1897, 1897, 1897, 1897. And it was right the first time. Yeah, it was a UFO was said to have crashed into a windmill. So like, you know, we, we talk about, you know, occasionally um, extraterrestrial life, like how good it is kind of like, you know, they must, they must have that crap down right I oh mean, absolutely oh my goodness they're they're in these other solar systems they must have that crap down but they come here they yeah, crash crap. into a windmill i mean seriously yeah. i mean 1897 well, i mean look th- this isn't like we had you know a whole bunch of other stuff going on they crashed into a windmill well and of all the places for them to choose to crash i mean they could have crashed in you know if they're coming to texas which let's be honest what better place to stop than Texas? But they could have went to Dallas. They could have went to Fort Worth. They could have went to Houston, Austin, San Antonio. No, they said, you know what? We're going to crash. Let's crash in Aurora, Texas. Right. That, that, that's true. But if you had a whole bunch of wreckage from a UFO like crashing, right, what would you do with it? Would you kind of like dig a little bit of a you know, thing in your backyard or... We, we threw it down what, a well. Yeah, they threw it down a well. They threw it down a nearby well. That was it. It's a UFO. It's crashed. You know what we're going to do? We're going to throw it in a well. No. no that, that, that was it, how they dealt with it. Makes a lot of sense. And, of course, part of the story behind the Aurora crash was, you know, here comes this uh, UFO, crashes into the windmill... Which, I mean, let's look at 1897, right? Can't be a huge windmill. Can't be that big of a windmill. But Normal some, size. Yeah, some, average somehow. Size. Average size windmill. Yeah, ab- average size windmill. Yeah. Well, let's, you know, it is Texas. Let's go above average All size. Right, yeah, above yeah above. you know, a little bit yeah, bigger than bigger. regular windmill. Yeah. Everything's bigger in Texas, right? So this alien spacecraft crashes into this windmill. Farmer decides not only, not only do we go ahead and throw all this stuff down a well, but we got a cemetery here in town. Right. So we, not not yeah. a farmer, a judge. Oh, that's right. It was a judge. Uh, yeah. It, it, so this judge decides not only are we going to throw all this stuff down the well, right, but we're going to bury the pilot in the cemetery right here in town. Yeah, but you, you have actually downloaded some free games on the Xbox Game Pass. Oh, right? sure. Yeah. And there's been some stuff. You download those games and you've got to do this, you've got to do that, blah, blah, blah. But there has never been a point where the simplicity of being like, oh, a UFO has crashed. Let's throw it in a well. Right. I mean, that, that shouldn't be like the shouldn't end game. Shouldn't be on game. the checklist. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, all right, let's move on, move on. Nothing else <laughs> is going to come from this. I mean, at some point, you've got to have somebody in charge 
who was kind of like, well, what should we do with it? And there should have been some um, alternate kind of suggestions, right? It's like, hey, let's send it to the federal government because this stuff is obviously not kind of normal. But, right. And then you've got the other person's like, Hey, this is throw it down a well. Well, yeah, and if you look kind of in the history of Aurora, Texas, they were a little bit upset about the railroad passing well, them well, by. Well, they were, yeah, but I don't think in 1897 it should be a let's pull the UFO card. And you know, you talk about crashing in Dallas or other cities instead of Aurora. In 1897, it was the biggest city in Wise County. Wow, right? It was thriving. Oh wow! Yeah, I think it had more people there then than than now. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, Aurora now is, you know, as my dad would probably call it, a wide spot in the road, although it's growing. I mean, it's a growing little community, but... What's going on all around us? Yeah, yeah, and and you're situated, what, right there between Boyd and Rome? Because I I do remember taking my kids to that cemetery to show them the uh, historical marker and everything, which, I mean, once again, you got to love Texas, that they'll put on a historical marker that a spaceman is buried in this right. yeah. uh, cemetery, right? Uh-huh. But right there in Rome, there's a Dairy Queen, and that used to be the closest Dairy Queen whenever the one here in Keller closed. So we'd go out to Rome, and we'd go get a blizzard, and then it's like, hey, by the way, you want to go see a grave of a spaceman? And all the kids, they thought I was kidding with them. <laughs> oh, here's a dad joke, right? No, and then I showed them the historical marker, and of course, they they loved that. So, we we've also had some uh, shows and everything, TV shows, news reports, and all this about the Aurora incident. And Jason, I I know a lot of what goes on now in Aurora is kind of grabbed a hold of that. They even named the guy. They named him Ned. And uh, there, there's things that happen in Aurora now. You know, as far as kind of celebrating that whole deal, whether or not. There's some believe it was always a hoax. There's some believe that it actually happened. But in taking that little incident that happened way back then, 1897, now you've opened a place called Martian Margarita. So tell us about that. Well, that, I mean, that's why I named it that, because it's very convenient. I was, I was working in the area. Um, I had some friends have a barbecue. They had a little barbecue trailer out there on the land. And it's right next to the city monument where they have an alien... And a spaceship and it's just down the street from the from the cemetery so I have a little landscape company it's funny how things are born but I, I bought a trailer from a guy who converted it to a travel trailer for his motorcycle so he had AC in it he had electric in it and it just dawned on me it just honestly just came out of nowhere my, my friends had a trailer there for their barbecue I said I'm, I'm gonna knock a window in, in my trailer and sell margaritas right next to those guys I'm gonna call it Martian margaritas it just dawned on me. And then um, when I contacted TABC, um, they said, no, it's, it, you can't have wheels on it and be in a permanent spot. That's for uh-huh. special events. You have to have, it's got to be All right. attached to the land. Yeah. Okay. I ordered a building, just a little building, uh, 20 by 10. And I told my, my barbecue friends, I said, hey, I ordered a building. They said, we're going to order a building. So they ordered a building. I built a 80 by 30 party patio. Uh-huh. Um, our buildings are right next to each other. The party patterns in front. So it's an outdoor venue. Right. So there's 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 no indoor seating. I mean, I have two seats inside to, to meet TABC requirements. I, yeah. You have to be able to sit inside. Uh-huh. Um, you can walk inside theirs to order. You order mine at the bar. You order their barbecue. Um, we just finished a covered stage. And we have live music every Friday and Saturday. So you can come have barbecue. You can have margaritas. 
And when COVID hit, we opened in February. When COVID hit in March, they shut everybody down, right? right. Well, our our business model was already margaritas to go, just right. like they do in Louisiana. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we opened a drive-through, and we were busy. Yeah. I mean, we were busier than than, than we are now. Uh-huh. Wow. It was. It, yeah. People were coming from Paradise, Texas. Wow. We'd always ask people where they're coming from, and and I got to know everybody. Yeah. You know, everybody out there knew me. I knew everybody, so it helped get our name out there on social media too. So a lot of people know we're there. Right. Um, and now we have uh, Haley's hot dogs. Haley is from Haley's Comet, of course. Everything's uh-huh. got to be. Well, it's got to it's got to be space related. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, got to be space related. Um, we're gonna ha- there's gonna be different food trucks coming out there. Um, so the the way my and then I always wanted to have my own beer. Of course, I'm a beer guy. So I, I I've never had a sip of beer in my entire life. Well, you're in for a treat. Oh, good. <laughs> Um, so obviously because of the whole alien theme, I decided to name it alien right. ale. I know uh-huh. I wanted to be an ale and yeah. ale you can brew faster so you, you can get it out. Um, so I was, I don't want to name names of the other, um, uh, beer companies sure. and, and breweries that, that I was, I was talking to, but basically yeah. I, I wasn't worth a lot of people's time. Right. I just had this idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this little, little, um, bar, um, so is this going to cost me money to make it? It's going to cost me money to distribute it. It's going to cost me money to sell it to you. And then, so, am I allowed to plug a radio station? Sure, sure. Okay, so there's there's no rules here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Jim Lane is a promoter for, is it ninety nine? Oh, don't don't get me. Don't okay. ask us. I, I'm going to be. He's exactly. going to be upset with me if 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 I'm plugging him. Jim Lane. I think it's ninety nine five. The Wolf. <laughs> it's a local. Country station. It's a local country station. I'm sorry if I got it wrong, but everybody knows who Jim Lane is, regardless. But he came out. We were talking about doing a, a, a remote broadcast, and I didn't have the covered stage yet. And since I'm an outdoor venue, he don't want to waste my time and money scheduling it way in advance. He shows up, it's raining, and there's nobody there. So we wanted to wait. But I started talking to him about my, just like I am to you, and talking talk about my beer. Yeah. He put me in touch with the owner of Nakona Brewery. You know where Nakona is? The old Nakona Boot Factory. Right. A lot of people know about it. It's up. It's further than us. It's 287. You go through Bowie. So now it's half boot factory, half brewery. Wow. Okay. Um, Dr. Kohlmeyer, retired scientist, mad scientist. He's got great beer. Um, <laughs> he, he hired some talented guys that are brewmasters. I went out there, met with him at Jim Lane's recommendation. He put us in touch, um, and it's been great ever since. Uh, man, we we. we uh, told Dr. Kohlmeyer my my idea. Um, he was on board. Got his brewmaster on board. We went over how we wanted to taste and different flavors. Yeah. Um, I settled on not settled. I mean, I discovered this delicious nectar of the gods. Um, and then I came up with the logo. I had to. Um, there's a lot, there's a long process. You got to get the barcode approved. You got to get the right. alcohol analysis done. Well, approved. let's let's walk through a little bit of that because I know there's a lot of people and, and home brewing is kind of a big deal now. Uh, a lot of people go to those home brew shops and they they want to brew their own beer. I tried next, that. Next next yeah. thing you know you know they think okay well I'm gonna be the next you know Arthur Guinness I'm gonna be the next you know Miller Coors Bud whatever. And then they realize it's not just as easy as setting up a brew shop in your garage. It, so it, it's mainly people who want diarrhea for a week. <laughs> well, <laughs> until yeah. they work out the uh, 
Yeah, uh, I, exactly. That's how my yeah. first experience. Yeah, I tried yeah, homebrew. Goes, I was terrible. Um, I knew I yeah, needed a professional. Yeah. It's, it's diarrhea for the first few <laughs> right. Weeks. And, and and I've heard you know a lot of the horror stories behind brewing beer that yeah. it's not really all about the brewing. It's about the cleaning. That all you are is a glorified janitor. You're right. just constantly cleaning all of your equipment and trying to get it right. But so you got the recipe. You know that you got the taste. Now walk us through, you know, what, once you figured that part out, kind of some of the struggles that you went through in getting it from that nice little vat of beer that you were tasting in those glass bottles to that can that you're holding right there in your hand. I mean, that that's a legitimate beer can. Now, you got to feel proud about that. I mean, that that's not something you brought in some little growler or some glass bottle. I mean, it's a legitimate beer can with the barcode right. and everything. So yeah. walk us through that. I, I'm, I'm very proud of it. And I wish I could walk you through the whole process. Well, what you can, but there's probably me, certain things you can't say. Well, no, it's not that I can't say it. They, I'm, I'm fortunate that they, they, I had the professionals help me, you know, it was just all my idea, all my taste buds. It was a lot of their hard work. It was a lot of my patience. Gotcha. I, I invested um, financially into it and they, they took on the, the, the brunt of all that. Gotcha. Honestly. I mean, they got us, they got us through that. He walked, he walked me through as he was going through it, told me how long it was going to take. And honestly, they, they, they cut that time drastically. I mean, they got well, well, they were as motivated as I was to get it out. When, when they first told you it's going to take how long, what'd they say? Um, probably a year? Months, eight months to a year. Okay, that was and, my guess. Yeah. So, so they're probably saying, hey, Jason, it, it's going to take 12 months. Yeah. But they delivered it in six. Six. Okay, right. so they cut that estimate in half. So that's so while, while I was waiting on the cans, the good thing is we were able to have it on tap. So I could still serve it. You know, I could serve it on tap. So I still right. had it in kegs. Um, but I was, exci- I, was, I was pushing for this. I mean, I wanted yeah. it in cans. I wanted it in stores. Right. Um, so right now, where we stand is... Um, the the brewery signed with Fisher Fifty Nine. So I think they're out of Denton. They're, okay. a, they're a beer distributor, and they're distributing it. It's it's in cool. several stores in that way. Before that happened, I was self distributing. I had it in Big Z gas station in Rome. I have it right here in Keller at my New York Pizza on North Tarrant Roost. No, he has it on tap. He has it on in can. Um, he's a big supporter of it. Um, where else? Oh, we had a we had a uh, beer tasting at Al's Discount Liquor up in Decatur. Mm-hmm. I was up there with uh, one of my beer girls, and we were giving out free samples. Right. He, he's a big supporter of this. He loves the idea. He carries like the most local craft beers I've ever seen anybody have. He has a wall of it. So he's, now, he's, now, have you found like during this COVID period, it's helped you to kind of. I don't know, maybe maybe kind of centralize and see where your pattern is going and where you're going to go from now on? Or or was it just, I mean, you know, you've got bars which, you know, are closed down and people can't drink outside the bars and, you got, you know, you've obviously got your beer and trying to find all your different um, channels of distribution. But, I mean, did it did it change anything for you? Like when this suddenly came about, were you I, like, were you on a path, and then it was like, oh my goodness, I've got to find a different path to try and get this going. Honestly, I I feel bad because it affected so many people in such a negative way. Yeah. That it actually helped propel us. Right. I mean, it it really helped us. 
other yeah. things I had going on. It shut a lot of things down. You know, I'm a, I'm a busy guy with a lot of things. Yeah. And it shut those things down so I could actually focus on building the bar right. brand. Sure. Um, promoting the bar. Mm -hmm. And like I said, we opened that drive-through to adapt and um, to the situation. And it just, yeah. it, it kind of blew up. And this was just patience. We I think it, initially we were afraid it was going to slow this down. Right. It did... It did keep us from one big distributor before COVID. Yeah. The, we had already spoken, had a big presentation with one that was really on board right. with distributing it. They mm -hmm. were excited about it. Um, but after COVID, uh, during COVID, once we got it canned, they, yeah. they don't have time for us. They're so busy. Sure. They can't get enough of yeah. another beer. Excuse me. Um, they can't get enough of the other beer out fast enough. So they didn't have time for us. So that's yeah. the only hiccup um but there's there like i said we just signed one distributor they're looking at two more in january i think they're yeah. legally allowed to sign with three right okay so they, they may be looking at two more the the one they have is is, is doing phenomenal from what right. i understand and distributing it and stores are requesting it that's and, good and everybody tastes it are you ready to taste it i'm ready to taste absolutely. it yeah. Yeah. Well, sir, absolutely yeah sir absolutely sir um Everybody tastes it. I, I, I've been getting positive, positive feedback. Even people to say don't drink beer. Um, I've had performers out there Friday and Saturday night. I'll give I give them drinks, but when they when they leave for the night, they buy a six pack or a twelve pack nice. to take to their friends for themselves. You see this nice uh, oh yeah saddle saddle. I like that. There you go, sir. So I'm. Oh, I'm, I'm going to kind of look here on the can here. Yeah, and, notice, and of course we're we're going to we're going to post pictures of this and and all the good stuff uh, that are. you can, <laughs> you know, find on our Facebook site and everything else, but Alien Ale Area 114 an out of this world ale. In the early morning hours of April 17, 1897, the residents of Aurora, Texas were awakened by a low-flying craft traveling over the town. The struggling craft crashed into the windmill of Judge Proctor's land which the town council has named Area 114. There was little left when the residents arrived at the crash site, burning debris, a deceased alien body, and a cryptic paper. What was on that paper? The top secret recipe for what we now call Area 114 <laughs> Alien Ale. Oh, the taste, and you'll see... Oh, sorry, one taste, and you'll see why it was out of this world. There was a little piece of ice on yeah. there. That's why I said it was O. So, 4.8% uh, alcohol by volume. And uh, if you drink this while you're pregnant, it might cause problems. So right, yeah. uh, before we try this, have, your baby will have a supernatural ability. Yeah, well, big, big alien eyes. My, ba big my head, baby big already brain. does have now, telepathy. Now, before you try this, did you take a pregnancy test? Um, are you I'm going to take that as my, a no. <laughs> as a Were you baby? asking about my? <laughs> yes, I'm asking you about yours. No. Okay. All right, uh -huh. so uh, let's. All right, straighten it. Crack this open. Dang, son, straighten this. Mm. Oh, that is good stuff. That is good. So I can actually see why you're talking about uh -huh. the whole, you know, people that don't necessarily like beer being into this. Mm. Uh, doesn't have that. It's, nice. it's not real hoppy. Yeah, it doesn't have that. Pilsner beer taste, you know, when we're walking around, we're 16 years old, we sneak up to dad and grab his beer can of his Schlitz or something like that and take that taste and say, oh, this is terrible. Uh, this is one I wouldn't want my kids 
to drink for their first sip because maybe they're going to be hooked on beer. I mean, my kid's first sip of beer was all Guinness. And so they all think that that's what beer tastes like. And uh, so I did well there. Although I love, I love Guinness, but, uh, but man, I mean, it's nice. this, that is, that is a fantastic a beer. Nice, I mean, that is, is nice really beer. good. It is a nice beer. I wanted to, to make it, you know, to drink ability. Mm. You can drink five or six, you know, I didn't want a heavy yeah. beer. You drink one or two. Of it. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, you talked about it being on tap and in cans, bottles, no, I don't think that the brewery that I'm with that just does cans. So yeah. that seems to be a new thing with beers now. It, it it was always in cans, and then bottles came along, and now everything's going back to cans. Yeah. And to be honest with you, and I'd I, rather I drink a beer. With it. I transitioned. Yeah, I, I'd rather drink a beer out of a can. I don't know why. I think but, it stays colder longer. You, you don't you don't have to drink it as fast. I think. Yeah, it makes sense. It, it, it actually costs it more. It actually costs more money. See. Produced uh, to put it in beers. the bottles. Yeah, and yeah. I heard and I heard like storage, uh, certain things with bottles. You got to be careful where you store them. Like if there's yeah. too much light in the bottle, it's it's messing with the flavor of the beer. Mm-hmm. And cans, it's more it's more protected. Yeah, and we're actually see, you see how this is a, a label, a wrap label. They have okay. a machine out there that does this. Oh so, yeah, so, yeah, I see that. But now we've ordered. So there's a can shortage. I don't know if you know this. All, all brewers know it, and all distributors know it. There's, really? There's a can shortage for beers. But they found a supplier, and they, we secured tens of thousands of cans. And so now we're going to print this same logo on the can. It's going to be printed directly on the can. It won't be a wrap like it is. Gotcha. So now, do you have any distribution through stores or anything at the moment? Or you, yeah, Fish, Fisher Fifty Nine okay. and, and Denton is our distributor all right. for Nakona. Okay. So I have rights to the beer. Right. Nakona has rights to the beer. They're the ones that sign with the distributors. Um, and so, yeah, so they're distributing it in stores now. There's ones in Nakona that are requesting it. I'm hoping that's in debt, and I don't know all this. I didn't get the list yet. It comes out next week. Yeah. Well, I'll have a, I'll have a, when I go to the, actually Thursday, I should have a list right. where it's at. They gave me a list before, and I don't know if that list stay true okay i don't know if it's changed since the since the no because i'm telling you drinking it it's a nice no beer. it it yeah. is i On mean your I, tongue, this is some nice that, that is a great beer it's i mean brought you a case it, it it really is good mm. uh that's a good taste I, I, i'm so i gotta be beer. honest that I, I honestly thought it it would probably be pretty good it'd be yeah. just like one of those oh you know it's a pretty yeah. good beer but I gotta hand it to you, Jason. That's a fantastic beer. That's I mean, it, it nice really t- is a, a good nice beer. Tasting beer. Thank you. Uh, and, really and you know, I like the logo because I think it, it stands out. Yeah. And you know how novelties are. Like we, we bought a vodka that's shaped like a alien. Okay. I don't know what brand mm, or whatever. Yeah. It's a novelty, right? Sure. So so you buy it because it matches what I'm going out there with the alien theme, right? Right. So you buy it because it's a novelty. Yeah. But you taste it. It tastes like crap. So you won't buy it again, right? Right. But you got it sold. So this, I. I went off the same thing. Like people see this, it stands out. You'd be like, "Oh, I'll try it," yeah. you know. And then you try it, and you're like, "Oh crap, it's actually really good." It right. Is. And then you'll buy some more. That is. It's yeah. a nice, a nice tasting beer. Yeah. You know, when I had it is. on tap before we had it in can, when we were doing the drive-through, we're in the drive-through with the margaritas. People wanted this. I was selling it to them by the gallon yeah. in our in our margarita to go containers. They, okay. They wanted it on tap, and you know, because that's really what pushed me. To try to get it in cans even faster, like yeah. the, like my customers wanted this in cans. They're, because you know, t- tap beer is not going to hold. 
Yeah, you know, right. it, it, it's it's going to go flat. Well, it's you gotta, you, you got to drink it fast. You, you can know? put it in a growler, but it's only going to last so long right. yeah. in a growler. Exactly. Where a can, it, you throw it in the fridge, and it's ready when you're ready. Now, uh, I still do have one customer. I won't I won't dine him out, but he still insists on buying it in the gallon bag because that way his, his wife can't yeah. monitor how much he drinks. He can say, oh, I only drank an equivalent of two beers. Right. You know, because she'll she that's if he true. gets the six. Because I, so I was like, I got it in six packs. And he's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Then she'll be like, oh, you had this many, you had this many. He's like, she has no idea how many I have. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> right. yeah. you know. What, once again, uh, on this podcast, we're always trying to hand out good advice, and and that's pretty good advice. So I mean, if if you're gonna go pick up this beer, maybe you talk to Jason and say, you know, my wife watches my alcohol intake. Maybe I need to go ahead and have it in the bags or something like that because I don't want her counting the empty cans in the in the trash can outside I, or, or the recycle bin. Sorry. You know, I, since it is I genuinely don't know if that's useful whatsoever. So, um, where are you going from this? I mean, this is, um, honestly, 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 a lovely tasting beer. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm just really trying to get it in all the stores, trying to promote yeah. it. I want to walk in Walmart in the beer section and, yeah. and it's there uh-huh. and, and take pride in knowing that's my product. Right. Um, we are going to, th- eventually once we once we get it distributed and sell enough to, to pay for it w- one thing that's unique that no um micro brewery or craft beers do i don't know if you're saying on podcast i don't want anybody to steal my idea but hey more power to them you heard it here first i want to do my yeah hey this is all officially trademarked so <laughs> right. yeah. yeah i want to yeah. do my tab uh-huh. green i want to do my tab green you know like monster like anyone right. drinks yeah. that uh-huh. so, but no no craft beer does it so i want to do <clears> this <throat> like fluorescent green and then eventually because because it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of money but um i want to have it like the little alien head cut out in oh the, in the yeah. Tab, yeah just to make it a little bit more trendy and a little bit more desirable when yeah. you see it you know yeah um, no because uh, i mean i'll be honest with you i mean i'm not a big fan of a lot of beers but i mean this stuff is i mean it tastes good mm-hmm. does this not taste good i mean this stuff tastes well good. there there was a hole in the bottom of mine <laughs> <laughs> no i mean because no, I mean, that, that is no. that is how good that beer was i mean, no, it, I mean it, this it, stuff it, oh, no you. this stuff tastes good i mean you don't this need is a, a real good no, this is a no, real good tasting beer but um what have you got in terms of you know how are you going to promote it going forward i mean you know we're in this kind Podcast. of covid covid thing of like almost everything has to be online now in terms of promotion it's hard to kind of have you know face-to-face promotions and building things where are you going to go from here well in terms i mean of promoting I've, done, beer? I've done face-to-face promotions at yeah al's discount liquor uh-huh. people come in the liquor store um so i want to do more of that i want to do more things like this i'm doing yeah. it on social media sure um i'm actually um i've gone to bars you know, my wife didn't believe me, but I was actually there to try to make connections yeah. for, for, um, well, you know, that's because her name's Lisa. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. And, and if you're uh, married yeah. to a woman named Lisa, she's not going to believe yeah. anything you say. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, but I actually made some connections with some people at some bars that work at their managers at other places and bars and they're open to carrying my beer. Yeah. I met the owner of uh, Keller Tavern um, sure. at, at my New York pizza. Okay, and, and he's open to meeting with me and okay. carrying my beer there because he yeah. changes out of tap all the time. All right. Yeah. So I'm just actually going to visit places in person, even though a lot of places because now they're opening back up um, with limited capacity. If I can meet with the owners or managers, 
um, tell them about my product, leave them some samples, see what they think. What what is this? What is the struggle of somebody that's got this brand new beer? I mean, you don't have the the name Miller Light, Coors Light, Bud Light behind you, right? You, you know, you you've got this one beer. What what is that big struggle of being able to take a product like this? and put it in front of a bar and say, we want you to carry our beer. What, what, the, the what's the struggle, big struggle? Time availability. Really? I mean, I'm, I'm a dad. I have a other full-time jobs. Yeah. Um, so I devote all my free time to it. You know, weekends, yeah. evenings like now. Um, really just, just time availability. And, and my time availability um, to, to catch that person I need to. You can't always catch an owner. Yeah, you know? right. And sure. managers would be like, "Oh, I'll take your card. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to somebody you never hear." And you got to be yeah. a little persistent, but you don't be too persistent. You want to be pushy, and right. you know, they blow you off like a yeah encyclopedia salesman. So, um, just time, time, and yeah. timing. You know, sure. So my my when I'm available doesn't necessarily correspond when they're available. So, and, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, there are a lot of beers out there. I mean, I think, and the other. I'm sorry. Yeah, the the, yeah. the other thing is, like I wanted to like I have friends in other states and in Pennsylvania. He he went to Sorry. I was in the army with him. We're both veterans. We're on Facebook. Yeah. He sees what I'm doing here. He wants to carry it there. Well, I I know certain there's distribution laws and all that stuff. You got to have yeah. a distributor. That, so those yeah. those old interstate commerce laws that yeah. had a lot to do yeah. with. So I'm foods. about to learn how to navigate that. Because, yeah, because you know. I, I wanted other places, and I, I think somewhere like Roswell, New Mexico, this would do great. Yeah, Martian Margaritas would do well. Alien Now would do well. Yeah, and sure. I'd be remiss. I got I got to do it before I forget. I know we're in the middle of this, but when we're talking about crashing into the windmill and the barbecue place next to me, that's why they're called Smoking Windmill. Oh, all right, <laughs> so Smoking Windmill because Barbecue. That's where the alien. Okay. I actually want to like to do a big thing on top of them that's safe. Yeah, no, that's for the cool. wind and like. Have the spacecraft right. on my yeah. end and look uh-huh. like it's going into their windmill. You know? Yeah, no, that's nice. Oh, Smoking and, and windmill would, barbecue. The owner was the executive chef for Bob's Steak and Chop House for nearly oh, ten years, so he's okay. an amazing, talented yeah, chef. Yeah, no, different menu all the time. Uh, yeah. He's got a thing called the UFO. Uh-huh. It's a stuffed poblano pepper stuffed with brisket and cream cheese wrapped in bacon with his signature sauce. It's amazing, oh, and it's a meal. Yeah, you know, I keep threatening that. Since uh, she's calling it UFO, did I get a royalty? Yeah. Well, well, you know sure. me. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know yeah. you. I, I know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you got to get your penny. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. Uh, actually, I mean, I know Sean Merchant. I uh, grew up you? with his brother. Uh, you his know, brother. His brother built my deck. Uh, well, it, Sean has three brothers, mm. so I grew up with the older brother. But, but yeah, I, I, I know Sean, and I remember, you know, tasting some of his food that he cooked in some it's of amazing. his restaurants. Gotta come out he, there. He is an amazing chef, so uh, yeah. Uh, props to Sean. Uh, hadn't seen you in a while, but uh, you know, glad you're kind of tied up with him because I would go into one of his restaurants and uh, I'd sit down and you know he'd come up and he'd say, "Well, you know, glad you came." And I'm like, "Sean, just cook me something. You know, I, I don't want to order. Just you go make me something and bring it to me." And every time he did, it was just yeah. absolutely fantastic. So. Now that he's the proprietor or one of the proprietors, I don't, I don't want to speak out of turn here. I, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how that works, but at least he's involved with the show, right? Yeah. Knowing so we call the whole area Area One Fourteen. You know, he's there. I'm there. We had two others. We we had another 
uh, two shops. Um, it didn't work out with them. They're moving on to bigger, better things. And then uh, we'll see what else, what, what happens in the future. Yeah. Now, now yeah. What, do you, what do you think, I mean... Also, my, my snow snow cone stand was, uh, oh, yeah. it was uh, Cosmic Snow. Cosmic Snow. So I okay. had my youngest daughter working in there and some, some local kids helped us. Um, but now it's out of season, so that's why we opened Hayes it, Hot Dogs. It is the snow cone stand coming back? Yeah, yeah. In yeah, season. What, yeah, when, okay. Yes, it'll yeah, be when, back. When summer. Be- and it'll be bigger and better. We, we, we went through some snafus. We rushed to get it out there um, due to demand of, sure. of virgin margaritas and stuff for the kids we really weren't ready for. So um, it it was good. There were I had a lot of positive feedback, but then I had fair, not so positive feedback, and I'm, I'm going to learn from that. You know, I'm, that's I'm, good. I'm, I'm new to that, and, and I accept that, and 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 that's what I appreciate from my, my customers because they're all locals, so they live there. They want it to succeed. They're gonna they're gonna be honest with me and tell me what I need to work on, and we're gonna work on it, and we're gonna come back bigger and better and stronger. And and well, know. the the good part though is that you're at least willing to listen. Oh yeah, you know, it, a, a lot of times. People want to give feedback, but they feel like they're not being heard. You have sites like Yelp.com, and people think that they're giving feedback, and somebody's actually going to look at it, listen to it, or whatever. But it, it's good to hear that you're actually listening to it and saying, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's a good idea." You know, I'm I'm going to fix this. I'm I'm going to make this better. Yeah, it's a relationship so. with the community. You know, we're we're the only we're the we're the only thing in town, honestly. Sure. So I want it to do well. They want us to do well. So it's it, it, it's it's a marriage, you know. Now, uh, do you do you feel you have a good social media presence in terms of like ab- absolutely what you have? like yeah, um, yeah. I, I had someone helping me with that, and now I hired a professional. Yeah, um, and it's going really well. And yeah. Al's Discount Liquor. That's how he reached out to me. He thought we were doing amazing. You know, he's a very successful liquor yeah. store in Decatur, and he's got uh-huh. four locations, and right. he was impressed with it. Yeah. so that's why he reached out to me. Um, so. Yeah, that's you know, that, that's awesome. I mean, now, and I'm grateful for for the help I have with it because now, I'm, now going I'm forward, I mean, we're, we're all in this kind of situation whereby they say that we're we're going to go with this second wave and everything else, but you know, I mean, I think most of us, you know, here in Texas, still it's mostly BS. But <laughs> um, you know, do you think going forward? I mean, do you have a aggressive strategy? kind of like to get no. get this thing moving or do you just want to roll with how everything's kind no, of going? Why, why, why I have the desire and why I have the energy and why I have the time, every, every free minute I have, yeah, I'm, I'm dedicated to this beer making it. Yeah. You know, I want 10, 20 years from now when, when I'm retired, I walk into a store and pick up my beer. Yeah. And, and it's still there. Sure. You know, yeah. I, I, uh-huh. this, this isn't a fly-by-night. Sure. I'm in it for the long haul. I want this right. to be around for. Uh-huh. I want this to be around like Bud Light, like the beers you were mentioning, Miller Light. I, I want it to be around forever. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's some craft beers we know is going to be around around forever. You know, like Dallas Blonde, maybe that yeah. pickle beer from from Martin House. Right. Yeah, Shiner Bach. Shiner Bach. That that that's, was that's. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's the one I always talked about because I was looking at their history and how long it took them. I'm yeah. Like if it takes me ten or twenty years to get yeah. there, hey, that's Look, time's going to come and go. I'm going to keep. Yeah. to get it where it's Look, there there were years that the spetzel brewery was there and they were brewing beer and you would go into a bar in texas and you could order a shiner which 
Most people, when they order a shiner, they think they're getting a shiner block, but you actually got a shiner or a shiner light or something like that when it was down south. And then all of a sudden, you'd order a shiner anywhere else. You got a shiner block. Now, shiner has all these beers all over the place, but they've been down there for 100 years. I mean, it, it took them 100 so years. And, you know, the, the craft brew thing wasn't that big of a deal for a long time. Now it is a big deal. Here, here's what's going to get me there faster than Shinerbach. When they started, there wasn't all the social media. There wasn't podcasts. There wasn't all this, you know, internet. There wasn't any of that. So I have all that on my side. So, True. I mean, if it takes 100 years, it takes 100 years. But I'd like to do it in 5 or 10, you know. I don't think it's going to take you 100 years. No. No. Not, not with the beer that tastes this good. Because it, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, uh, you know, him and I, we, we were talking when we started this podcast. It's about content. Your content is the taste of the beer. I mean, you, you can put whatever you want out on social media. You can have a great looking label. You can have a great marketing campaign. You can have all that. But if your product sucks, your product yeah. sucks, yeah. right? Agreed. So to me, your product kind of right. speaks for itself in being good. You just got to get it in front of people. Yeah. And, and, and I, pro- you know, I made a, I made a, a, a blanket promise to, to Nakona Brewery that I was going to work, you know, to, to make this their number one selling beer. They have other beers. They have great beers. Sure. Um, they have Nakona Light. They have Nakona Sunset. They, they, they have a whole line of great beers that I carry in my bar. Um, but I told them this is going to be your number one selling beer. Good. And, they're, and, they're, and they're great with that. They're happy to hear that. They want me to make it their number one selling it, beer. And by the way, so how long has this been out now? I don't think I asked you that yet. Now I'm a couple beers in. I'd say two. <laughs> well, in cans, two, two months or less. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. In, yeah, cans. Yeah, in o- cans, obviously you've you've had it at your place. Sixty in, days or less. Yeah, so sixty days or less, and uh, yeah. you're already spreading out that fast. I mean that. Yeah, I that think... that's an accomplishment in and of itself. Yeah. So all it's going to do is go from there, right? Now, I mean, now as I'm sitting here, kind of drinking it. Um, yeah, it has a very almost like avocado. <laughs> Type vegetable. Can, can you taste mute his mic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, what, what, what basis? What See, taste did this, you do honestly, with this beer? I, that, that is. A what question. did you do with this in terms of taste of beer? I left it up <clears> to the brewmaster, told him just how I like beer to taste, yeah. where I want it to hit me on the palate, not too hoppy, drinkability, clear, crisp finish, hit me on the middle of the palate, and. I'm guessing hops and barley. I don't know exactly his process. I it's, didn't ask. it's nice, man. I mean, I tell you, drinking this, well, this is freaking So nice. for, for the record, this is probably mm. why we declared independence from y'all because there's yeah. no avocado taste in this at all. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm it, glad it, he's it, enjoying it, but that worries well, no, me. <laughs> I, mean, it tastes, I mean, it tastes kind of vegetable-wise. I mean, it, no, I mean, it's just a nice freaking taste. Oh, well. Maybe it's, it, a, it, maybe it's a clean, crisp taste from coming from nice the steel reserves. Taste. Well, that, that <laughs> you well, know, there there is that. There, um, the, let's be honest, there is that. It, you you kind of dirtied your palate up with the steel well, no, reserve. Come on. That's, uh, uh, no, come on. Yes, yes, that's exactly what happened. Slight why ways questions why hey, I've honestly got I don't care so many guns on me. I don't care what people think it tastes like. If you enjoy it, you enjoy it. If you nice, say it tastes nice, like this dude. or that 
I'm not a big fan of the taste of cilantro. If you said it tastes like cilantro, but you loved it, I'm no, happy for you. It's got some vegetable taste to it. I kind of like that. Well, you, you do have a, a different palate than most. I, I, mean, I, yeah. I do have to admit that. And, and you're able to, to pick out some taste. But you are saying you like it. I like it. Yeah. So, it, you know, it... it if that's what floats your boat, that's what floats your boat. Oh, Just like our boats nice. got floated across the ocean to nice, escape nice. the tyranny that <laughs> your mother vegetables. I'm, I'm a straight meat eater. Oh, I absolutely. Love this beer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Speaking of like speaking of loving that beer, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I'm pretty much elk. sure I'm ready What's for another elk? one. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. Does he have some I, I know you're off duty. You know, you're you're not truly, you know, tending bar I here. I thought he was pulling out some elk. Oh, that, that would yeah, be nice. Yeah. So, Jason, let so now let let's kind of look into the future, right? So, Alien Ale takes over. Would there be another beer? Yeah, um, I've I've had friends talk to me about that that love it so much. Everyone's already talking about the next thing. I'm like, like you said, I'm, I'm trying to focus on this to, oh, to them to, to to my friends who you know never made their own beer or whatever. I, like you said, it's not an easy process. I have a beer in a can. It's my yeah. beer in a can, uh-huh. and it wasn't an easy process. Um, so to them, I've already made it. So they're like, "What's the next thing? You need to do a you need to be, do a one with an American flag. You need to do a um, this type." Right. Um, I'm getting lots of advice, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm listening to it all. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's nothing negative, but I'm still I do want there to be a next beer. Sure. But before anyone can franchise anything, you got to make the first one a success. True. Yeah. Um, it's, this, this is off to a great start. Yeah, it's it, not where I need it to be yet. You know, right. Well, I, I talk to my daughter all the time, and I always tell her, you know, you're always looking at step 12, and you're not past step one yet. You know, and, and I think, you know, obviously you're much more past step one here, but it, it's so easy to kind of look forward and say, well, you know, th- this is already gaining traction. Let me jump into the next thing before you've actually completed what you were trying to do with the first thing. So I, I truly appreciate that. But but you do have some gears turning. Yeah. It, you, you've got some plans here. But but right now, first and foremost, is Alien Ale. It, we got to get that gaining traction. Yep. We got to get it everywhere. I'm yeah. walking walmart and kroger and see it on the yeah. shelf and no i mean it's, so, that's so when what, the next one will come that's when the next one will come right come so yeah. so would you would you say that the the final point of you realizing you made it is when you ask lisa go grab me my beer and she says oh okay well i'll finally go get you a beer because I know how Lisa's are, right? And she's probably not going to the fridge and grabbing you a beer. You're grabbing your own beer. But when you finally say, go grab me my beer, and she actually brings you your beer, do, do you feel like maybe that's when you made it? No, I feel like when I make it is when I say, grab me a beer, and she brings me my beer. There right. you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, if I can get her to bring me any beer, I made it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If you, I, if you got it like that at your house, tell me what I need to do. <laughs> well, once again, that, that's all about being married to a woman named Lisa. I, I feel your pain, man. <laughs> that's how it is. I'm have my kids go get it. <laughs> so, so what do your kids think about dad and their beer? I, I mean, that, that's oh, got to be kind of cool. Oh, Kayla's so proud. Um, you know, she was, she was working a drive-thru. 
she was working the drive-through for us. Um, Jocelyn was in the in the snow cone stand, but but Kayla's got friends. Um, she's had their parents come out there. She's promoted me. Had her friends come out there. They've got her margaritas, got her beer. Then she'll take my beer from my house and say, "So and so's dad wants to try it." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "Well, you stop giving my beer away." You know that, well, that that's my personal. And she's like, "No, no, they're gonna pay. They're gonna pay. They're gonna pay." So she takes my beer and takes it. And of course, when she comes home, they loved it. They loved it. Well, where's my money? Oh, <laughs> she kept, you know, she keeps the money. Well, you know, sure. She's, she's, okay. she's my kid. That's yeah. Right. Well, she not, a, but, not only that, but then you, <clears throat> honestly, you got to think, well, so I'm going to send my under 21 daughter out with my beer. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you s- kind of forget you, about that you, part, you right? You said she was under 21. I didn't. Oh, well, okay. I'm uh, talking about uh, my 21-year-old. Oh, that, oh <laughs> I, yeah. I, I got them confused. I, I, yeah. I, I no, you're to allowed about to that. promote it, but not drink it. Yeah. But, uh. But yeah, she she's actually she's really proud. Um, she's wanting all her friends' dads to drink it, you know, and and, and she loves it, you know. No, that's not, cool. not the taste. She doesn't drink beer, obviously, but she just loves that I I created J- it. just the over twenty one yeah. daughter drinks the beer, uh, not yeah. not the under twenty one right. daughter. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll make sure to make that clear. Yeah. No, no I mean it's actually hard now. I mean, you go into even somewhere like Tom Thumb or Kroger. And you see just so many different beers, like new beers on there. And it's hard to break into that market. Very. You know, like, let me just kind of put my beer in amongst these beers. Like, and I'm not. Well, that's why I'm hoping the label. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not blowing smoke up your butt. I mean, this is a good tasting beer, but just me saying it's a good tasting beer, I mean, it's not going to get it on the shelf. On the shelf and stuff, but. You know, you have a lot of drinks on the shelf, which just tastes terrible. And I I sometimes wonder, because, you know, I've drank a bunch of them, kind of uh, how how on earth did you get in this shelf space? Because your drink tastes terrible. It's funny you say that. I'm not going to point out the beer, but at um, at Big Z, they, they were having trouble finding space for mine. And there was one that's in there that I see in a lot of places. And they're like, well, no one buys this one. So they took it out and put it in the back and put my beer there. And the first case they had, I came back the next day. And I, I was happy because the girls that work there are, are big supporters, you know. They, sure. They live in a community. And, and, and the owner's kind of, you know, unsure. But he gave me a chance with, with the case. But I was glad he was there when she said, oh, you need to bring more beer. That case was gone like that. I was like, okay. I wow. looked at the owner. He's like, bring me four more. I was like, okay. And I brought four more cases. And I don't right. even have the 10 signs yet. But you know when you walk in and the fluorescent signs and the tin signs? Yeah. So I'm going to start with tin signs. So I have some getting made. It's going to be this logo that says Alien Ale. Okay. So when you walk in a store that's carrying yeah. it, you'll see my tin sign. And if you don't see the beer, you'll see the tin sign. You're like, what is that? You know? And my tap handle, I have tap handle. But if you go to my New York Pizza, you'll see it there. Yeah. He has one of my tap handles that I uh, made through Etsy. Online. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm getting with the... He put me in touch with the... He's a big supporter. He put me in touch with a... Uh, uh, a company I haven't reached out to him yet, but he gave me the information to actually make the the cool real tap handles for all these different right. breweries. The the Hopadillo that one looks really cool and it's green, you know, like I'm gonna want. So um, I'm gonna reach out to them to get some actual nice tap handles. I mean, nice. I'm happy with the one we have, but but it, it pales in comparison to the others. But with the alien head sticking out, people are always like, "Well, what's that?" Right. You right. Know? So it stands out. 
And the, like you said, the good thing is they'll say, what's that? And try it. Because I'll try something over there. And I'll try it because of the tap handle, right? We yeah. all do. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, it, and it's, then it'll be can be terrible, and then right. it can be good, and you'll be like, oh, yeah. But it's all marketing, you know. You you <clears throat> see something and you say, oh, that's different. Let me try that. You know, especially with some of these beer houses that you go to, and there's you know a hundred beers there. I've been to one uh, in in Austin that literally has over a hundred on yeah. the wall. Yeah, yeah. amazing. And, and and so, how are you supposed to figure out what you want to try? So you got to set yourself apart a little bit. You know, because there's no way that you're going to try all 100 beers, even if you get, you know, a one-ounce shot glass of all those 100 beers. By the end of that, you're saying, well, okay, I'm done now, so I don't need to really get a pint glass of any of this stuff. Yeah, but you say that, but, you know, there are people who like the dark beers and the light beers, and, you know, they start differentiating down to the point where, all right, there's maybe six beers here I might want to try. You know, because people have a very, uh, in terms of palate, I mean, I won't drink a dark beer. That's true. You you, you're not a dark beer. And, I'm I, and I won't drink person. an IPA. Yeah. yeah. I think they all taste the same. Yeah. I, I agree. agree. It, so, yeah. it, for the most part, I agree with you. Uh, yeah. I, IPAs are, are very hoppy and... So everyone does have a, a different a, a different yeah. palate. So that's yeah, why I appreciate yeah. how this one transcends, like everyone's different palate like I, I mean and and i told you my customers are brutally honest you know sure if they like it they like it if they yeah. don't they don't they let me know and i'm glad they let me know about our yeah. margaritas when we're working on new flavors whether they like the flavor or not so yeah i'm, I'm real pleased i'm real no, pleased with, with no the that's good it. It, uh, the one thing that i could see for your beer is you got to get it in flights because i mean aliens Flying around in UFOs, and, and that's the big thing of you, you got to get some bar to put it in one of their flights of beers because obviously you, you got the alien, he's flying around in the UFO, it's got to be in a flight, right? We were actually going to make a, a little flight um, holder for the margaritas, it was going to be shaped like a like a rocket ship or, a, or an alien or something like that. Yeah, so there you go, that'd be cool. Love so it. We're, we're looking at, I'm trying to get some, I'm trying to get some merch. You know, you got you got a couple. Uh, yeah, you did. You did bring me some merch. I I love my Alien Ale Area One Fourteen coaster. And and by the way, we didn't touch on this Area One Fourteen. Of course, that's Highway One Fourteen here in Texas. So uh, for you know, we we do have people that listen that is not from around DFW. So that's where that comes from. And I got my Martian Margarita sticker here. They're out of this world. And the little Martian dude sitting in the margarita glass. I mean, that, that's, our, that, that's our logo. Yeah, that that is a cool sticker. I mean, I I love that. But wh where else are you going with the merch? Um, what are you thinking? We're gonna get T-shirts, hoodies. I've I've um, customers that have become my friends on Facebook. We're actually friends now through, through uh -huh. this. Yeah, and they're they're blowing me up all the time. You got you got the shirts yet? You got they really want the shirts. Yeah, because you know, the girls that work out there wear the Marsha Margarita shirts, uh -huh. um, so they they really want some Alien Ale shirts with this cool little logo on it, and I want it. You know, I'm always I'm, I'm always representing sure. this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's what I want to tell you. I'm glad I'm glad I brought that up. So I'm always representing some kind of alien thing in this green. And my daughter bought me um, fluorescent green Nike Air Max to wear on my deck out there because my furniture's green on the deck. Okay, I'm Marsha Margaritas. I'm all about the green, the the alien. So I was wearing this at the gas station on my way here. I put the beer in my saddlebags, and I stopped to get ice. And 
when I went in, um, the girl mentioned, she's like, oh, you got some alien thing going there. And if you see, you got a helicopter gunner in there. Right, too. yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. But she's like, oh, you got anything? And I said, yeah. Well, so I'm, uh, I'm always happy to talk about my bar. <clears throat> so you never know, right? So right. I'm, I'm like, well, yeah, I own Marshall Margarita's out in Aurora. Yeah. And I'm headed to a podcast to promote my Alien Al beer. And uh, some guy in line was like, yeah, he's got great margaritas out. No, he said they got great margaritas and he's got good bands out there, too. And I turned and look at the guy. I was like, you been out there for a minute? He's like, yeah, every Friday and Saturday night. I was like, well, I appreciate it. I thought that was really cool. Right. That I'm in South Keller. Well, actually, I'm in Wataga. That's actually Wataga. So that's not yeah. even Keller. I'm in no. South Keller. I live in South Keller. And so I was in a Wataga gas station, and some guy in line was like, he's been all the way out in Aurora to right. my place and compliment me on the on the stuff. And other people in line are hearing about it. And I thought that was, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. That I is mean, very I, It's cool. not like I'm a state away, yeah. but... I'm pretty far away from Aurora for somebody to be standing yeah. in line at a gas station. Right. Like, oh, I've been there. You got great yeah. bands, and you know. Yeah. Now, now what's your end game in terms of if you do have an end game? I mean, obviously, you know, establishing the brand. Um, and again, it's awesome tasting beer. Um, what What's your end game? I mean, what What will you define as success? Honestly, you know, I was I was real happy with the bar. I always wanted the after retirement open a bar and and i couldn't have picked a better community to do it in Uh um and 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 it's not your normal brick and mortar it's an outdoor menu but it's really what i want it's covered we're gonna have heaters and misters make it comfortable outside everybody loves it right when when COVID hit if you look at the wise county messenger i think july 8th paper um the cover to paper is a big firework show yeah because no one was doing anything because of COVID. we did a big one Right. Huge. It made uh-huh. the cover of the paper. Like everybody came out to our deck to look at it. So, so you know, we're involved with the community. Yeah. Um, and then, like a week later, they did another article, and I was on the cover of the business page in the Wise County Messenger. Right. Um, for the release of my beer, it wasn't even cans yet. It was just pending. Okay. You know, they're very optimistic. Yeah. Um. So I think the so it started out as the bar and now the beer is is my big thing. I love my bar and my and my beer complements my bar. My bar complements my beer, but it, I didn't. I don't know if I thought about it before now or until you just asked me. But I think it's always been there. Honestly, once this makes it, I yeah. think end game. Once I'm on my second beer, I would honestly like to be involved. In the brewery. Right. In the brewery. You know, uh-huh. well, honestly, it's always been there because actually when I first talked to the to the owner there, I said, you know, I'd like to take time off of work and off of everything I'm doing and be like, because he, they treated me so well. They treated me like a million dollar right. investor. You know? Sure. I didn't yeah. have a million dollars when I walked in there. Yeah. But he treated me like that. It's like the whole place shut down and it was for me. He walked me through the whole process of how beer starts how it ends, how it's fermented, how it, how everything boils. He walked me through the whole thing, like the whole place was mine. He had now, now, you, now are you a little bit scared with that? I mean, in terms of if I had to say to you, like, look, you've got a nice tasting beer here. You could probably go for it by yourself, but if you go to a bigger player and you move on and you put your beer in with somebody else who's gonna do it, I mean. Do you mean t- go to another brewer or bigger? Yeah, I, I'm. T- I'm talking about somebody who was basically absorb your product. I, they'd have to absorb the brewery <clears> under <throat> under their terms because I'm loyal to them. Right. 
Yeah, honestly. and that's the thing I was thinking because, like no, I said, I, it's I, a great tasting beer, but I, I'm loyal. I'm loyal to if that. If somebody brewery. else, if somebody else comes along and wants to snap this up and it, make it their product, it would have it would have to be agreeable by that brewery, right? Not just because of my morals, but yeah. I think contractually. All right. Um, but morally, I, I'm loyal to them. I mean, yeah. I, I'm nothing without them, honestly. Right. I mean, it was my idea. Yeah. All they did was make my idea a reality. Okay. I mean, they worked tirelessly to do yeah. it. They're brewing it. They're canning it. They're signing with the distributor. They're, they're making my, my, my ideas a reality. So right. I would never betray, betray okay. them. Um, so back, back to the end game, I would, um, I would like to see myself involved with the brewery. Like I told Dr. Kohlmeyer at Nakona Brewery, I said, I'd like to take six months away from everything and be right. like an intern here. Okay. Just learn everything you just told me. Because sure. I'm not going to learn it. I'm not going to yeah. retain what you just told me today. It would take me at least a good six months. I would love to live in here for six months and just live and breathe it. Right. To, to really know beer and brewing yeah. and know that it's hops and barleys and not avocados and, and <laughs> right. vegetables. Yeah. In and, my and, beer. And, and how to clean all those. <laughs> no, 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 you know, no. I don't need bath. to know that. <laughs> I, need, I do need to know. To, no, you know what? I would do it. I, I know you would. I would do it. I know you would. Um, and I really, so that's the end game. My end game, if, if, if my dreams were reality, would actually to do that six months. But also be an investor in the brewery and be a stakeholder in the brewery that's making my beer right. instead of having a, an agreement of a written contract sure. of, of, of percentages. Okay. I, I'd like to be involved with the whole process. Now, do you see yourself making, um, again, this is a great beer, but like, do you have ideas for other beers? I mean, mm-hmm. you got some different I, I'll tell you, so, so stuff going on. What I've had to learn as, as a business owner, you can't always do what you like. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be successful, you, you got to try to make a product that you're excited about, that you're yeah. passionate about, but you got to make it accessible for people that like it and to the masses, right? Because uh-huh. I love wheat beer and I carried wheat beer out, out there at my bar on tap. I, I was the only one drinking it. I mean, no, no one drinks it. Right. Um, so, so even this beer, th- this is my second favorite beer in the world. I know I'm supposed to say first. But but I'm, I'm I'm a wheat beer fan, but no one else likes wheat beer. Right. But this outside of wheat beer, but I like other things other than wheat beer. You know, like I like a porter, I like a pilsner, I like a. But wheat beer is my number one beer. This is my. I wouldn't say second. I say I drink more of this than wheat beer now because right. I, they're. It's different. Just like when you want to stout, you want to stout when it's cold. You know, you drink different beers at different different times. Right. Um, when I'm wanting to drink a lot of beer and hang out like I am now, this is my beer. If I just want to drink one beer, two beers, I, I'll drink my wheat beer. Right. But I would love to make a wheat beer. But I'd like to drink, I mean, yeah, so that's the end game. Make, I would love to make other beers and be involved right. in a beer making process and try just different things. Right. Um, but like I said, first, got to make sure this is going to be a success. As much as we li- like it, as much as other people like it, um, it's got to get out there. People got to, people got to try it. They got to taste yeah. it. I got to get that yep. support. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Well, uh, Jason, so explain to us, uh, explain to the listeners how they can find 
you on social media, uh, your bar, your beer, you give us give us all of those uh, little plugs so they okay. can figure out not only how to find you and your bar and everything, but all the information they need to know. So so give us that. Okay, so we're Marsha Margaritas. We're we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. It's Marsha Margaritas. We have. Um, can also we plug each other? I plug Smoking Windmill Barbecue. They plug us, obviously. Um, Al's Discount Liquor plugs us. We plug them. Um, so if you went to their website, you should see us, and vice versa. Um, I'm at 100 North Madison Street, Suite 200 in Aurora, Texas. Although it says Madison, it's a little deceiving. So it sometimes takes people to the ball field. We're actually on 114. That's why it's called Area 114. There's a little driveway that goes through there. It's called it, it's called a street. It literally leads to a guy's house that's behind our bar. Um, but so we're 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 Tip- addressed as Madison, but we're on one fourteen. If you right. if you go two eighty seven north yeah. towards Rome, you exit for Rome and go left where that loves is. Okay. We're down on the right. On you can't miss us. We're the All only right. thing in town. We're right there before you okay. way before you get to Boyd. Um, but the nine one one district is looking at re re addressing us to a one fourteen address. Gotcha. For, for simplicity um, we are open we're closed Mondays and Tuesdays we're open Wednesday and Thursday from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. we're open Friday and Saturday 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. we have free live music every Friday and Saturday and if you're if you're a musician hit us up on our social media that's how we've booked everybody is okay. through social media mm-hmm. um, we're open Sunday 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. Now, my license allows me to be open till midnight. We haven't been open through the winter yet, so I don't know how it's going to be with people wanting to be outside. We're going to try to make it as comfortable as possible. We had heaters last time. I'm trying to cover it. Um, it takes a, a cost. It's got to be engineered to be safe, and it's got, sure. to be done. it's got to be done professional and done right. But I will have it done. Um, and once that's done and, and the people want us out there later, we'll be there till midnight. You know, although we close it, um, nine and ten on those on those nights I mentioned. Um, if customers are there, we're gonna stay. Cool. I've, I've I've stayed. You know, I've never kicked anybody out, or I'll yeah. stay as long as they want to be there, and as long as my license allows me to be there, which is till midnight. Nice. And once again, uh, where can we find Alien Ale? So you can find it obviously at my bar. You can find it in the Kona Brewery in the Kona. Um, I will have a list of where. The distributor has been distributing it. It's in several stores out in that area in Denton. I know for sure we have it here in Keller, at My New York Pizza, at Roof Snow in North Tarrant. He's right next to the um, CVS Pharmacy and a coffee house over there across from McDonald's. Um, we have it at Al's Discount Liquor in Decatur, and we have it at Big Z Gas Station there in Rome. Nice. Okay. Great. Well... We appreciate you joining us for this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. Hopefully, everybody will go out and try this excellent beer. It's it bloody is great. lovely. It, it is. It, it, it do, is bloody lovely. It does not taste like yeah. avocados, yeah. Uh, no matter, <laughs> no matter yeah. what the wolf has to say about that. Yeah. But uh, please, please check out all these uh, good things as far as Martian margaritas and alien ale on... Uh, social media will post all these to our sites as well as well as uh, smoking windmill barbecue uh, shout out to them uh, appreciate you Jason yeah really appreciate you, guys. Thank appreciate you. you uh, coming out here and uh, 
sharing your beer with us, sharing your story. And thank you very much to all of our listeners for your continued support. We certainly appreciate that, and we'll catch you the next time. Thank you.